Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I am so excited to be here with you this morning. We are back on our topic of the Christian walk in regards to temptation and the fleshly desires. We are on the practical portion of this series. I am so excited to dive into this. So I want you to grab your coffee, grab your tea, and I want you to stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Comfort Talks Tuesdays. I am so excited to be here with you this morning. I hope y'all are having a wonderful week as well. Wow, the year's going by so fast. I am not here for it. And I believe I say this every single podcast because I don't know, I'm really not here for it. But at the same time, I'm so excited. So many things planned for 2022, for the podcast, for just life in general. I'm so excited. But at the same time, I'm just like, ooh, I don't want this to and low-key but you know i'm kind of tired of 2021 (laughs) no 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 i'm just i'm just joking i love 2021 i love every year i'm just thankful that we have been able to just stay alive and through the grace of god um if you are here for the first for the first time my name is comfort welcome to comfort talks tuesdays we post at 7 a.m eastern time um every tuesday hence the name um if you don't mind please just spread this to your family friends you know anyone that you want to just give this to and just post it on your socials and just everything like that um welcome and thank you thank you for giving me your time your patience everything and those that have been with me since day one or just started i love you thank you so 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 much so let's get right into this so we've been talking about temptation and everything that it has to do with temptation what it is it's usually two choices either to be faithful to god or to be unfaithful to god it's our cravings our fleshly desires that the enemy kind of illuminates within our eyes and it's like okay this is good so you have to do it and i gave the example of you were never tempted to read your bible you are never tempted to do the right things you are never tempted to go to church you are never tempted to be a good person you're always tempted to either steal you're either tempted to not go to school or you're tempted to you know lie or to fall into some sexual sin or something like that so the enemy's whole ordeal is to basically push us away from god and to deviate us from the will of god and the purpose that god has for our lives so that's a little backstory on temptation so if you've ever experienced this and i gave the example of um just me you know falling into the temptation of food because i love food and the enemy uses usually uses what you like or what he knows your flesh needs and um not needs but wants um yeah he uses what your flesh wants um against you and he tries to entice you you know with all sorts of things for you to fall into that trap so we spoke about adam and eve and how adam and eve um fell into that sin and yet they were the ones that pushed away from god it wasn't for god that pushed away from them um i just want to quickly get into it just so that you know you can have a little bit of a refresher um but the serpent said to the woman you will not surely die for god knows that when you eat of the fruit your eyes will be open. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food 
and that it was delightful in on the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise so it's something that it's you see here the temptation that the enemy used was something that the woman was already curious about it was something that was um it was delightful in the eyes so and I said last week that temptation happens to the eyes first, then goes to the mind, then goes to the heart. So it was pleasing onto the eyes. It's something your eyes are just like, okay, I see you. Then it goes into the mind. Okay, let me think. Let me think about this. It's going to make me wise, right? It's going to make me think a certain way. Oh, and then once you eat the of the fruit and once you fall into that temptation, it kind of festers into your heart and it stays there and it starts to cripple you and it starts to keep you in this isolated place. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food um, and delightful to the eyes and um, it was it was to be desired to make one wise she took the fruit and ate it um and she gave it to her husband she gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they um sewed fig leaves together and made themselves li um, lying cloths so they made themselves clothing the enemy displayed the temptation to eve and saw that the desire with her own eyes and she took the fruit she saw it she saw it her triggers warnings were there she saw it and it was at that giving moment that single moment it was so easy for the enemy to take a hold of her because he had already found what was pleasing to her and her flesh and to what she wants to know her curiosity he fed into it and right now we are in a world that is not kind of it's not helping at all with those that are dealing with these sexual sins and um different types of sin jealousy and all those um just so many things the world isn't helping it's not it, it's really not culture is not helping um i i believe even social media sometimes when you go into it you see so many things and i sometimes i fear for the younger ones because their eyes are so innocent um sometimes you don't know and what temptation does is it open it opens wounds um you sometimes you're unaware of what you're looking at or sometimes you didn't mean to look at what you're looking at especially if you're um, if you've ever encountered pornography or images that are not good and have now changed your mindset a little bit one sometime a lot of people it was through curiosity it was through friends at school it was through just images that you saw that you weren't supposed to see and now it's opened up a wound and now the wound is looking for healing is looking for healing god is the only one that can give that healing but what the enemy is trying to let us do to the wound is he's trying to um let us scrape it so we're we're scraping the wound and creating a bigger and a, a bigger wound and leaving a scar and that's when it starts to take a toll into you um on your mind and your heart for as he thinketh is his heart so is he um so once temptation kind of like settles into your heart it kind of takes a hold of everything first it goes through the eyes and then it goes through the mind it's like okay now that's all you're thinking and then once it goes into your heart sometimes you don't even know how to differentiate what is authentic and what is not and that's what the enemy wants he wants you to have a synthetic view of what true intimacy is which is with god not with our fleshly desire 
um, he's just trying to create so many things to blind us and to keep us away from God. And I wanted to just go into the things that we can do to keep ourselves from this. And I'm speaking on the terms of sexual sin as of right now, um, addiction, pornography, lust, um, just, and actually sin, all those temptations and any temptation that you're going through, this also does help. So how to, how do we overcome this? Um, the enemy wants you to be um, in secrecy he wants you to be in seclusion he does not want you to be um, loved he doesn't want you to feel that love he wants you to feel that guilt and shame so today I want you to know that God is locating you and he's exposing your heart he's exposing that sin not because he hates you but because he's saying I need you to be a little real with yourself God is exposing it to you that you have an issue and you have a problem that God can fix for you and nothing is too big for God. Don't feel shame. Don't feel guilt. Don't feel any of that, but instead feel loved because God loves you so much to want to help you. And he's looking for you and he loves you. And he does not want us to die in our sin. He doesn't want us to live in that sin and that temptation. Um, so the first thing I want to do, um, the first thing I want to, the first, um, advice or, biblical um, knowledge I want to give us is we are going to just look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 for we are dead in sins um, we are dead in sin in the sins in which we walked but God made us alive in Christ Jesus if you look at the story of David and Bathsheba bath she was taking a bath and that's where the whole shaban happened but if we look at david and bathsheba at the point of david realizing that he had sinned against god he was trying to justify his sin today i want us to do a couple things i want us to find our triggers find community and don't justify the sin that you are in if you fell into sexual sin and if you fought fell um fell into um just having sex with the wrong people and not saving yourself from marriage or whatever or whatever it is i want you to not justify that i want you to acknowledge the issue acknowledge be honest with yourself that this is not what you want and that you want to receive grace from god and i want you to find your triggers what are the things that trigger you are you um, is it images? Is it a conversation that you need to pull away from? Some people in your life sometimes aid into this sin. They aid into these triggers. So you have to be able to cut people off. You you gotta you have to be able to cut people off. Um, and find community. Who is your community? Who can you um, go to in this in the time of struggle? Who is there to be? with you who is there to be with you um who is there for you to find accountability in who is there for you to find accountability in so find your triggers find community and don't justify your sin do not justify the sin because a lot of times um when we fall into these sins the enemy is like okay especially if you've been on a, on a long track of just great like you haven't 
done anything it's been a couple months been a couple years you know everything's like roses everything's great and then you fall into the sin and now at the moment you have two choices either to fall into it or to move away and you know unfortunately you fell into it but then the enemy's like but you've been good all these months you've been good all these years this is not gonna do anything to you it's not gonna do anything to you is not going to do anything to you. James chapter 1 verse 14. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desires. So at that moment, you that trigger, it's a desire that you have. So that's why I was like, you have to find your triggers. You have to find your triggers. And if we can stop something from happening beforehand, it's better than to actually be in that situation and trying to find a solution. Because if we can avoid it now, we don't have to work as hard when it does come. So don't justify the sin. If that, because justifying your sin is you glamorizing it. You stating that it is good. It's literally your pride saying you can face this temptation. And although I fell into this once, I'm not going to fall into it again. But you have to stop that self-confidence of like, oh, I can't fall into it at all ever again. Because as humans, we are around sin. We have to be diligent. We have to be wise that you, anyone and everyone can fall into sin at any given moment. It's only by the grace of God that we are not. So you have to we have to stop justifying that and david at some point was like um i slept with Bathsheba, but you know let me kill her husband because at this moment i know i've done wrong but to heck with it let's just keep going with this let's just keep going with the sin and the temptation it just draws you closer and closer to the enemy it just it really tries to keep you in this box and it keeps you there and it and um with the story of David and Bathsheba you saw that he kept going deeper and deeper like her husband did not do anything wrong but he took an innocent life at the end he knew the mistakes that he made and he paid for those things he had he faced the consequences but if he would have been able to avoid that it would have helped him so find your triggers find community friends um, please confide in people that you trust, people that are godly and are biblical, biblically sound and spiritually sound. And don't just be telling your issues to every everybody on the block. No, find com- a godly community, a strong, spiritual, godly community that understand the ways of God and are prayerful and can help you in this situation. And do not justify your sin. Don't and make sure that you're making this sin, the sexual immorality, this um this lust whatever you're going through make sure it's unappealing to you don't make don't glamorize it don't make it look good like you have to be able to say this is something of the enemy and i'm not i'm not with it i'm not with it i'm not with it um there's a bible verse in the um in the word i wanted to grab it but uh, my phone is kind of acting up today um let me see if I can uh let me see if I can grab it real quick. I think I got it. 
I got it here. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for the whole body to go into hell. Matthew chapter 5 verse 30. This is a very straight, um, straightforward approach and it's very, um, it's very convicting and it's, it's harsh, but that's how big and how powerful temptation and sin is that if it's if your left hand is causing you to say you got to cut it off meaning that there's you got to find boundaries you got to understand that you cannot do this by yourself you need to flee there's no i oh no i can handle it you cannot handle it no 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 not and that's not when you're in it you cannot handle it because a lot of times we're like nah i can do it i could just look at that um, image and not feel any sexual tension or anything like that no that's not what we need to think we need to be like okay i see this coming god i need a way out get me out of this lord you told me to flee from the sin i need to, i need to flee that's the mentality we need to have that i'm not just gonna look at the image i'm not just gonna stay in the bedroom um especially those if you're looking in a godly marriage and you're looking to do all those things and you're seeking purity and you're seeking abstinence and all that do not put yourself in a situation that y'all are in the same room together and now everybody is hot and unbothered and you're watching netflix and you're just like okay like what's up that you don't want to put yourself in the situation like that because at that moment it's going to be very 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 difficult it's going to be challenging it's going to be so it's going to be difficult for you guys to um think of a different way or a different approach to this situation no one is going to be in the right of mind and if you can stop at that moment god's grace be with you amen but a lot of people can't move from that situation so what you have to do is put boundaries like no i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna be at your house at this time i'm not gonna do this with you i'm not gonna go into this place with you alone i'm not gonna look at images by myself i'm not gonna put myself in that situation i'm gonna turn off my phone at a certain time i'm gonna make sure i i only use my phone in public in like a family setting Find your triggers, find community, do not justify your sin, sexual immorality, make or any type of sexual sin or any sin at all, make it unappealing, make it disgusting that you don't want to touch it. Tell yourself, this is actually disgusting, I don't like it. Start reminding yourself of the word of God that he says flee from the temp temptation, flee from the enemy and he will, he will literally leave, he will move away from you because now he knows that he doesn't have the power over you. For we are dead in our sins if um we were dead in the sins in which we were walked in that we walked in but in christ jesus we are made alive we are alive in christ jesus we have who the sun sets free is free indeed we have that power and we have that freedom god has made us whole i love all of you and we can battle this mine is food and whatever and you know everybody we all go through lust we all go through all these things, but God is faithful and he doesn't want us to stay in it. And if you need anyone to talk to, please, my DMs are always open at Comfort Space 98 on um, Instagram or Comfort Talks Tuesdays. Just DM me and we can talk. Okay. I love all of you and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Stay safe.